Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. We have been spending a little bit of time over the last week just touching on the idea of so many people in the church today having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof or denying its power, as some versions say. And so we're going to look at that a little bit today and then go back to the Scripture in Galatians chapter 3, where he talks about, does God work miracles among you because you observe the law or because you believe what you heard? First of all, a form of godliness. It is easy to have a form of godliness. We get up, we go to church every Sunday. We never miss. We go even on Wednesday. Boy, we're so hardcore. If they have another service during the week, we go to that one too. And then we look the part, we dress the part, we act the part. And it's so much a form. It's so much of, yes, I look like a Christian. And then we act like one, too. So much of Christianity is about being nice. We want to be nice. Should we be nice? Certainly we should be nice. But it is not just about being nice. It is not just about being good. And yet, for a lot of people, that is the extent of their Christian experience. They go to church, and they try to be nice. And... One of the reasons why I become more and more convinced every day that we don't see more miracles in the American church is because we're just trying to be nice. We're just trying to get along with everybody. We're just trying to have a form of godliness instead of realizing the power that comes with the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit comes with power to change lives, to heal people, all kinds of things. And yet because we're so concerned about looking the part we're so concerned about being nice and acting right that we have forgotten really what it is that God has given to us and wants us to experience I go back to first or Galatians chapter 3 excuse me he says there in verse 3 are you so foolish after beginning with the spirit are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort have you suffered so much for nothing if it really was for nothing? Verse 5, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you because you observe the law or because you believe what you heard? I'm going to turn that around a little bit today. In his day, in the day that Paul writes this, there were miracles being done in the church. And he says, does God perform those miracles because you are observing the law, or does he perform those miracles because you believed what you heard? I talk to Christians all the time, and they'll say things like, miracles don't happen anymore. God doesn't do miracles like he did in the Bible anymore. That was for the apostolic age. That was, that was for the apostolic times. God doesn't do miracles like that anymore. They're, the world is different today. And... If that's true, if miracles are not being done today in the church, if we're not seeing the miracles that we used to see, if we're not seeing 
the sick healed, if we're not seeing marriages saved, if we're not seeing lives being changed, if we're not seeing those things, if we're not seeing actual miracles, maybe we need to ask ourselves why. Why can people in the American church, why can people who go to church on a regular basis, why can they feel like miracles aren't being done today? And I guess the answer to that is they're not seeing them being done. That you can go to church in America and never see a miracle be done. And so you think that miracles aren't being done today because you're not seeing them. Well, maybe as we look at that scripture, Paul's day, they were miracles were being done. He says, Are, is God performing these miracles because you uh, follow the law? Or is he performing these miracles because you believed on what you heard? Maybe as we look at it today, we say, People all over go to churches and they never see a miracle ever. And maybe the reason why is because that we're trying to observe the law rather than believing what we heard. And because we are trying to observe the law rather than believing what we heard, God is not doing church, doing miracles today like he did. If you don't believe that God can heal the sick, you'll never pray for him. And even if you did, you didn't really believe that he would, so it's not going to happen. If you don't believe that God can help your marriage, you're not going to pray about it. You're just going to assume that all is lost. If you can't, you don't believe that God can heal your sons or daughters or parents' marriage, you're just going to never pray about it. You're just going to let it go. If you, if you think that God can't do anything about the things that are going on in the Middle East today, you're not going to pray about any of it because nothing can be done. And because we don't believe on what we heard, we don't believe that God can actually do these things as he used to do, we don't see them being done. And because we're trying to just be nice, we're trying to just be good, we're trying to be a good Christian. I would submit that one of the reasons why, or maybe the reason why we're not seeing as many miracles today, or that people can actually say they've gone to church their whole life and never seen a miracle, is because we're just playing the part. We're just going along, trying to be a good Christian and fit in. Wow, man, that's a lot. And as you were just talking, just so much is just going off of me. So much scripture is just just coming in. And and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to always put it back on the ministry leaders because that's our job is to be the shepherd of the sheep. And in Ephesians 4.11, that's our mission for pastors, ministry leaders, to equip God's people. It says for the work of ministry or to perfect them. The work of ministry means to fulfill the plan and purpose God has for their life to help them do, get to that. Uh, that we may come into the fullness of Jesus, meaning that we may start looking like him. And if ministry leaders aren't constantly planning that or reinforcing that truth, because that's the truth, that sets one free, people won't have faith for that. It's really simple. The scripture says, how can they believe unless they hear? How can they hear without a preacher? You know, how can he preach unless he's been sent? And we understand we've been sent. Then it says, well, then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Where, well, faith comes by also believing and receiving. Because when you believe, you receive. So when we're preaching, and even, and not just, it starts with us. But then if we're maturing Christian, perfecting them, then they should go out and spread that. 
That's what Jesus did. So, but you got to have what I call balanced preaching You can't, and teaching. You just can't preach, be good. That That's good. But yeah, that, we need to be good. That's but, okay. But yeah, yeah, but but that's that's got to be more. What about the supernatural? Because the kingdom of God is supernatural. So again, there's I know a lot of churches they don't even go there. They don't even talk about that. They just tell you how to be good and look the part. Give to the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look the part, but don't believe for no for the what's called the miraculous. Don't believe for that. Because first of all, they don't even talk about that. So you ain't gonna have faith unless you hear about that. And faith works, you know, in the positive and negative. I can tell you something negative all the time, and you can put faith in that and start believing that. So, and, and everything rises and falls on leadership. So, we we know with the children of Israel, you know, 12 went out, 12 leaders. 10 came back with, with the report that God didn't tell them to come back with. And most of the people believe that majority report. But the minority... The two, Joshua and Caleb, said, no, we can do this if God, because God be for us. And it's the same thing today, you know. Jesus came to reintroduce, reintroduce the kingdom of God, to redeem, reconcile, and restore us back to God in all of its fullness. The scripture says, God's glory is on us. And if his glory is on us, as he is, so are we. So you need to be fed that also. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that's in me. I'm more than a conqueror. You got to hear that constantly, and then you got to believe that constantly. You can't just hear that once a year. You got to hear that over and over. You got to tell yourself that I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I do. I can do. And the scripture says that he's given us authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. So he says, you know, the gates of hell will not, shall not prevail against the church. You got to have that preaching too. You got to hear who you are and, and understand that you've been redeemed and reconciled back to the fullness. So, and Jesus was an example. You can't be preaching the gospel and don't preach what Jesus did. And Jesus said, those who believe on me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works. He wasn't saying greater, you know, in, in number, greater in, in power because you got the power of faith. You're, you're, you're back. He said the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And he gives power to our mortal bodies through his spirit that lives in us. So you have to teach people that. We have to teach Christians that because I said it I said it all the time. A lot of people get saved, born again, they come into the churches, and they have a presumption of how they're supposed to be. The world already told them, oh, to be a Christian, just be nice. So now they be come good. in with that be good. That's, that's all expected of me is be good. It's not expected. The world don't think, because the world ain't seen us, especially in this country, do no miracle signs and wonders. So they don't even expect that. All they expect of you as a Christian, and me and you know that, is to be good. And if they see us get mad or angry or anything, oh, you're not a Christian. Right, a Christian wouldn't do that. A right, a Christian wouldn't, wouldn't that. do that. A Christian wouldn't act right, like that. so because that's what they've been programmed to believe. This is what a Christian is. But see, in our church, in my ministry, I teach people the balance I, I teach them yes that's a part of the gospel but this is a part of too when you lay hands on people and pray the prayer of faith anointing them with all the prayer of faith shall heal the sick we I actually teach them do that. that in our church you, you better had, do it i've had guests though we've had new people go man you guys that's kind of radical well that's 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 normal for the kingdom of god it ain't radical it's normal we you should be 
You should not even just do it on Sundays. I do it all throughout the week. See, if I, I run into somebody that's sick. And I guess that's what I want to <laughs> let people know is the people listening to this show, maybe your church doesn't do that. Maybe on Sunday they don't. They should, but maybe they don't have people. That doesn't mean that during the week when you know somebody's sick that you can't lay hands on them. Maybe even if your church does it on Sunday morning, you should be laying hands on people and praying for them during the week. This isn't the kind of thing, well, I have to have it happen at the church. You know, God's at the church building, you know, and we've talked about that issue before. God's at the church. He's not anywhere else. And so we got to wait till Sunday morning when God's present so that we can do this. Well, well, you can do this at your house, at work, wherever you are. Well, and that's what the scripture means. Let your light so shine before man that they may see Christ in you, the hope of glory, and glorify your Father in heaven. They're going to see the miracles and signs and wonders work or perform in and through you as you're obedient to what God told you to do. He says, the scripture says in Romans, the whole earth is waiting on the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. The earth is waiting on us to step up our game and do what God commanded us to do to allow our lights to shine in darkness. Us delivering a demonic person from being demon possessed, that's allowing our light to shine. And greater is he that's in us. So Jesus always said it. He says, not me, it's the Father in me. He does the work. All we're doing is allowing God's spirit and presence to work in and through us. And again, that's why I say Christianity is not a religion because it's the truth because it's the only truth that God comes and lives inside of you. Any other religion don't say God comes. They get a bunch of rules and regs. Right. But and if you do these things, then God right. will be pleased with you. No, no, no. This with one, you. with Christianity, the truth, God comes to live and dwell inside of you. There's so many scriptures that says, don't you know the Holy Spirit lives inside of you? You know, he gives life to your mortal body through his spirit that lives in you. God comes and lives in us, but he's in us to get us over. He's in us to advance his kingdom. He's in us, first of all, because the glory has been restored back to us through the, the redemptive works of Christ at Calvary. And it's a done deal. Us, and he's in us so that miracles can be done. Because when you look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 5 again, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you because you observe the law or because you believe what you So heard? he's saying work miracles among you. They should Miracles should be worked among the, you. Right. Well, he, what he's saying is the miracles are being, that's the given. Miracles are being done in their midst. Why are they being done? Are they being done because you observe the law or are they being done because you believe? I'm going to say they've the been done because believed. I believe. Right. They, well, because I didn't see God work miracles in my life. that is the answer. But I want to go back to what I initially said today. If you're in a church or if the church in America isn't seeing miracles done, and I know there are churches that are not being done, because that's why people who have been in church their whole life can say miracles aren't being done anymore. Well, I'm going to say this, Richard. Again, I hope they're not just done in the church building on Sunday. Right. But I, I, I mean, I if, pray you went, if you go to a church and you can honestly say, Miracles are no longer being done today, and I know lots of people who say that. Well, they need to that get up out of that church. That has to be because you're going to a place where they're not being done. Right. They're not, even, they're not talking about it. They're not demonstrating it. Paul said, my speech and my preaching are not with the enticing words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit right. and of power, that your faith be not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. See, the gospel comes with demonstration. Again, it comes with miracles and signs and wonders. That's the... Revelation, it comes with it. It's like, you know, you go to a restaurant, you know, usually a salad comes with a nice meal. When you go on the cruise, they, they, it's, they call it all-inclusive. 
all your meals come with the cruise. Well, when you get saved, all of the kingdom comes with you. And guess what? It's inside of you. Scripture says the kingdom of God is inside of you. So it's packed in you through the God's holy presence. And so we get to release it as we open our mouth. Remember? You shall decree a thing. We can call things that be not as though they were. We can call the sick healed. We, are, we can call the lame unlameable. They can walk now. That's what we do. That's what God did. He just spoke and there was. Jesus, he just spoke. He didn't do no abracadabra. Let me do a couple backflips, blah, blah, blah. He didn't do none of that. He just spoke the word only. And that's what we're supposed to do. We release the word because the word of God is spiritual seed and it produces spiritual, natural and the physical manifestation in the person that believes. Now you can't be speaking in doubt because Rome, I mean, Mark eleven twenty three said whatsoever. And I'm paraphrasing says whatsoever things you say, if you don't doubt in your heart, but believe the things that you say shall come to pass, you will have whatever you say. So my job is to speak the word of the kingdom because God watches over his word. So when I say peace, be still just like my Lord and savior, Jesus, what happens? It's going to happen. And I got to start believing that. That's being transformed but, by the renewing of now, my mind. I, I got to tell you, do you know how many people listening to this show heard you say that and kind of took offense? Because well, let God be true and every man he, be alive. He's saying <laughs> that he could do the same things that Jesus Yes. Did. Do it. I still do it now. And here's, here's what the simple one. I'm not one. disagreeing with you, I know. but I'm telling you, there are people but, here but, that but, but, take offense to that because it's just so hard for so many people in America to believe that God has given us this power. They, they well, have a form of God. They go to church every week. They're nice. They're good people. They look right, but they don't understand the power that and he I'm gonna gave them. And I'm going to say, those same people, they're redeemed. They're restored. As he is, Jesus, so are they in the world. So, But they need to hear that and, and be transformed by the renewing. They need to renew their mind to, to that. That's the truth. Remember, the truth makes you free. He said that in his word. Now, we're not telling nobody, we're not telling people anything that's not in the word. I can go to all the scriptures and, and verify. And the scripture says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. And again, that's why it's important to be a Bible student. That's why it's important to meditate on his word daily and nightly. And that's why it's important to not just be a hearer only, but then be a doer. Now, because this whole Bible is a supernatural book from the beginning to the end. It's all supernatural. So how are you going to water it down and take all the supernatural out and break it down to you just being nice? How are you going to break just Christianity? Jesus fed 5,000 plus women and children. He raised the dead. He forgave. He did so many things. This season in our church, we're preaching and teaching on the faith of Jesus and, and faith in the supernatural or the supernatural church. That's what we're teaching on. And remember, how can they believe unless they hear? How can they hear without a preacher? Well, this preacher is preaching that. And I tell the congregation I'm preaching this so you will have faith in this. Because when you hit these doors, it's work time. It's time to go to work. You you left your, you go out to your mission field. In your jobs, you're going to have people that's got all kind of issues. And God wants to use you to be glorified. He's going to use you, and all you got to do is practice. Remember, we say that practice what you preach. Practice what you've been learning. The scripture talks about it in the first or second Peter about practicing righteousness. You're just practicing what you're learning, this new person you are. And we do it with a kid. We tell them to go practice pottying. Man, they don't know how to potty when they come out. But remember, we're born again. You got to practice as a baby, practice being in a high chair eating. Yeah. You got to practice as a new Christian because you're born again, studying the scriptures, learning how to believe. 
and learning how to believe is meditating, pondering, chewing on the feeding on it. You can't live just by natural food now that you're born again. You got to eat this word up. And this word, according to Hebrews, is living and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two of you said. And in Thessalonians 4.13, it says it works effectively in those who believe. That's why we call ourselves believers. We believe the gospel. Right. We actually believe the book. Yeah, this we believe is, the book. This is this is why we have the show, though, Faith on Fire. We're trying to get people's faith on fire. Oh, I Because idea. it is so easy to be, as you like to call, the frozen chosen. And that's not just in, in worship where you sit back and you don't aren't really demonstrative. That's a do-nothing Christian. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't do have nothing. to be in church to be the part of the frozen chosen. Right. You can just think that it's about being nice. It's about being good. It's about getting along. It's about looking right. It cannot be said. I don't think it can be said enough. If you don't see miracles being done in your church, if you don't see miracles being done in your life, you need to ask yourself why. Why? Is it because I'm just trying to observe the law? Is it just because I'm trying to follow the Ten Commandments? Is it because I'm just trying to be nice and get along with everybody? Is Or is it because you haven't believed? And, and you hit on it earlier for just a little bit. What is it that you haven't believed? You haven't believed that the Holy Spirit in you can do the same things that the Holy Spirit has always done. Heal the sick. Right. <laughs> cast out demons. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Do you really believe that? Have you believed what you have heard? That the Holy Spirit indwells in you. So the Holy Spirit in me is the same Holy Spirit that has done all these things that the Bible talks about, that has done all these things in, in the world. That Holy Spirit indwells in me. Do I believe that? Do I believe you know what? that I know that power so, well, exists? I know some pastors aren't even teaching Christians about the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. So they don't even believe that. And I, I know a lot of them, man. They smoking cigarettes and doing everything else and not realizing that the greater one lives in them because they're not being fed that. And a lot of denominations, you know, they'll say, well, that's not our doctrine. We don't teach on the Holy Spirit. Like, what do you mean you don't teach on the Holy Spirit? That's basic. That's elementary. Well, here's the thing, and I tell people this all the time. If When you meet at your church on Sunday or Wednesday or whenever, if the Holy Spirit isn't there, you might as well be at a brunch somewhere at the, mm-hmm. at the Elks Lodge or at uh, Holiday Inn or wherever they have a brunch on Sunday. You might as well be there because the only difference between a service club or any kind of club in the church is the Holy Spirit. Right. That's what makes the church the That's church. Right. Without the Holy Spirit, you're not the church. And again, we talked about this last week. The Holy Spirit, that's your power source. That's Without what, it, you have nothing. Right, you have nothing. It's just like we talked about that house. that They built the house, and they didn't put no electrical outlets in there, and they didn't even hook it up to with, with PG&E. They ran no power to the house. So the house is basically... House looks good. Yeah, it looks good. It's a good. nice house. It's a nice house. If you look at it, but you go in there and try to plug some appliances up, you get nothing. Well, oh well, we didn't we we didn't we didn't teach on power. Our 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 construction company we don't we don't deal well, with electrical. building looks nice. We so don't deal with electrical nice. contractors. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. don't do that. We just we just do drywall and all that. And we got a lot of Christians that are like that. They don't teach on it because again, it's really simple. This broadcast is called Faith on Fire, and faith comes by hearing. How can they believe unless they hear? How can you believe that the greater one dwells in you if it's not being preached and taught to you? You ain't gonna have faith for that. You ain't going to have faith that you can lay hands on the sick. And Jesus said this. He said, 
and these signs shall follow those who believe. See, and I Remember, think we're fear, believers. Fear holds people back. Well, you know, now you got to meditate on this scripture. The Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but, but I mean, love, power, and a sound I mind. I have talked to people who said, you know, I really felt like I should pray for them to be healed, but I was afraid that what happens if they weren't? How would I look? How would it look if they weren't? And so, fear, how would it look with, if they did? But I mean, fear holds people back. Well, that see, what what if now, it doesn't happen? Uh, you know what? I got a teaching from this pastor, Gregory, Gregory Dickow, out of Chicago. It's a whole teaching, eight CDs, and the title was Fear Not. So then now you got to get some teaching on fear not. You got to get some, you got to start feeding on God's word concerning fear. All over there, children of Israel, he said, be of good, be strong and of good courage. Fear not. And so you got to feed on that. You got to. I tell people, feed your faith and starve your doubt. You got to feed your faith. You got to feed your faith, the, your spirit, man, the word of God, because it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And if you're trying to walk by the flesh, and that's an unrenewed mind or intellect, you can't do nothing for the kingdom. You got to walk in the spirit. That's why the scripture says we walk by faith, not by sight. You know, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And you put it inside of you, man, and you can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. You can ask the thing, according to, again, the power of faith, the power of that Holy Spirit that worketh in you. The power of believe. Believing is an awesome power. When you can believe, that's why Jesus always told them, do you believe I'm able to do this? If you can believe, all things are possible. Believing is awesome, and God placed that in every human being. We have the power to believe. I'm going to say this. We have the choice to believe, and believing is a choice. You know, I choose to believe what the Word says. I choose to believe God's going to put my ministry on top. I choose to believe I'm the head and not the tail. I choose to believe God is working in and through me. I choose to believe he's not giving me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and sound I choose to believe all my needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I choose to believe I'm the head and not the tail. And we can go on and on and on. It's a choice. Right. And this is what he goes back here. Does Did it come by observing the law or believing what you heard? I choose See, to and, believe. <laughs> and those are all the things that we've heard. And those are all the things that if we believe them, then it's going to just make a tremendous difference in the way... It is not, once again, and we're coming to the end of the show, it is not just about giving to the poor. Is giving to the poor a good thing? Yes. Great is being thing. nice a good thing? Yes. But it's not just about those things. It's about allowing Christ in you to hope for glory to live and have his way. And we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.